to the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. Let me take this time, let me take this time to ask our faithful listener base to please go to iTunes and Spotify and give us some good stars and give us a review. And that will help us spread the good news of the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. Dub is here. What's up? Joey's here. I want to know what a good star is. Give us well, good stars. I want to be like, give us some stars, and they'd be like, hey, give them two. Yeah, yeah, for two, some stars. Well, he says right? some good stars. Yeah, like, like, just give us give three. Us, like, give we us want five stars. stars. We want, if you can, if you can give us five, five, give us seven. Yeah, give us <laughs> seven stars give us out five. of five. <laughs> Athena's here as well, <laughs> and Brad in the background. Hello. And Jeff's on camera. We still didn't get Brad a microphone. No, we're still I'm, struggling I'm with. I'm now uh, Brad in the background. Yeah, Brad. We can't just make him Brad. That would that would that would be weird. <laughs> so, um, this is a Brotherhood of Silver Screen. This is a Christian podcast where we talk about movies for a very, very long time. We have much to talk about because it has been about a month and a half since we did our last podcast. And when that happens, um, it's just a lot of stuff builds up and we need to get it out. So, this is probably going to be some long episodes, but we've made peace with that. But let me just start <laughs> off this one by saying... Uh, usually I bring down energy drinks for everybody. I told Joey we have energy drinks, but I lied because it's Coke Zeros. And um, did you guys see the um, fish-killing fishnet stuff that they use mm-hmm. to keep these Cokes mm-hmm. together? Yeah, right? nice going Coke. Yeah, killed the sea turtles. Right, the, the sea turtle-killing things, right? Um, uh, when I was getting them today, um, I was, like, struggling because we went to Aldi, and Aldi doesn't give you bags. And we were like, let's just let's just hold it without a shopping cart. Let's hold everything. So, so I was nice. like, I'm not getting that much stuff. So I was holding everything. I was holding everything. I was trying to get a this six. Is how Luke, this is how Luke got ripped. Yeah. Just going to Aldi's. Yeah, like. going to Aldi. Well, anyway, so <laughs> so I tried to grab a six-pack with one hand. And I was, like, pulling it. And, of course, one of them came out. Mm, yes. And this is this is uh, how amazing. Just uh, take the time to say how amazing my wife is, because in my mind, for a hundred percent of my thirty-four years on this earth, when Ivor I did that, I was like, "It's over. You can't put it back in." Oh no, you can. <laughs> and I never tried. Never <laughs> saw anyone do it. Never even thought about anyone doing it. And I turned my head for a second, and when I looked back, my wife had grabbed it and put it back into the fishnet, and I was like. I never thought that was possible. I thought she's it was a resourceful dumb. one. Yeah, I, yeah, and you know what? And, and for, I, I was telling Dove earlier. I said if, if I would, if that would have been me, I would have been there like five, five, five minutes. Like you know, struggling. It should work. But I, I would never be able to get back in. But she just grabbed me like that, and there it was. And I was like, you know, the broken piece was made whole again. Mm. It was like somebody like like had got like a fender bender, and she just went up and cleaned it, and it was all made new again or something. You know, that's like just kicked shocked. it and it popped out. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's how shocked I was. Was. I was like, I didn't know that was possible. So listen, if you've ever been to the grocery store and you see that one random can that yeah. got popped out, it's probably Luke who just left it there because <laughs> that, he couldn't yeah. get exactly. it back in the fishnet. It was me. <laughs> I, I, it was me. I, I'm the perp. Um, <laughs> it's called, you call it a fishnet? Is that well, specifically a, what it was? I don't know. For? What is what is it called? The plastic I stuff. Know. I don't know. Uh, the, the plastic rings of death? Yeah. Yeah, the plastic. Marine death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> marine life plastic. death. Yes, yeah, save rings the planet. Deep blue planet, David Attenborough. Um, so our first segment this month is um, uh, known for. This is a game we, that we play where we... Mm, and the stakes get higher Yeah, the stakes month. get higher because certain people, <laughs> I'm not going to name them, uh, certain people like Joey <laughs> keep keep increasing the, the, the brag 
you know the the props value of, yeah. of every of every single time. Whenever he wins, he's just like, yeah, it's 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 me. It's always been me, and it's always gonna be me. <laughs> and so this month, Brad, who are we doing this month? Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Okay, so this is one of Joey's favorites, and I told mm. Joey I pointed. Oh. This oh, is Joey's boy. This is one of Joey's boy. He's only below Daniel uh, uh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Lewis. Lewis. And he is below Daniel Day-Lewis. He's I definitely, he's how definitely on the list. Yeah, yeah but he's definitely yeah. on yeah. Joey's top five or maybe even top three. <laughs> and I pointed Joey and I said, Joey, I just want to kill you in this. I want to destroy you, and I hope you cry when happen. we're done. And Joey happen. said, well, well, you know, Luke thinks he's going to beat me. And I said, no, I didn't think I'm going to beat you. I just want to beat you really bad mm, okay, in yeah. this one. I yeah. want to step onto your There's turf. There's a desire there. I want to step onto your turf, and I want to destroy you in mm. this. That's all I'm saying, Joey. Mm. That's it. Mm. I'm, I'm sure, the, I'm sure the Chiefs felt that way about Tom Brady, but did it happen? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. I, so, I definitely haven't reached oh. Tom Brady known for status no, yet, though. No, yeah. so I'm, I'm not claiming Calm that. Calm down there. But, I'm not claiming that. But before we do this, Brad is going to give us the numbers of the history Wait. Of, of known for. Does he, do, uh, you don't I have don't, them? I don't have them. Oh, you don't I, have them? I, I don't have them. Um, fully written down. Yet. Next time, I've, got, next I've gotten time. Next agents. Time. Old, okay. Old okay, he's got, got he's got a little bit more organization. I still have to just yeah. finish it. That's okay, he's right. he's got a lot yeah. of stuff. Okay, so give a preview. Next month, preview Go next month we're gonna we're gonna give the full numbers, yep. of, including this, including this yeah. podcast including this of who <laughs> exactly yeah. has been kicking butt and who has been getting their butt kicked. Yeah. Because much speculation has been thrown around. Dove, what do you have for us and Gary Oldman known for? This okay. is a game, sorry, let me explain it to everyone. This is a game we play where we try to guess what IMDb lists the actors quote-unquote known for movies. It's a weird algorithm. We can't have exactly figured it out, but we figure that a lot of the a lot of the movies have to do with awards that the actor got for that movie. Not necessarily the popular fan base popularity, not necessarily the memes. It, a lot of it has to do with awards. But then there's always a movie on there that does have to do with the popularity. So we try to guess. We get four options plus a wild card. Dove, what do you think IMDb listed for their known four movies? All right. So for Gary Oldman, my number one is the beginning. Batman Begins. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I, okay. Just, I just said the beginning, and I was like, ah. so the beginning, the beginning of it all." Batman Begins. Batman so that Batman was begins. what you picked out of out of the Dark Knight trilogy. Wait till I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> That's number one. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I actually thought here. it was pretty good in, by the way. <clears throat> Serious. Next one was I picked was uh, Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. It plays Winston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then I have Good old uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. That's my number four. And my wild card, Dark Knight Rises. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right, Joey. So there you go. That's my list. Okay. All right. You actually sound like you put thought into this one. Yeah. I had to. to no, I had to put five? a little bit of thought in oh, because wow. you because violated because your principle. Sometimes I have to if, I, if the movies don't come to me right away. Mm. If they don't like enter that quick, I thought about three of them right away, and then okay. I was like, "Okay, I got to think about the next two because I'm not sure." So what were, the, even were in. those the first five movies you thought of? These were yes, they were, but I had to think for a while to. I know, to but that's fine. But the, as long as they were the first five movies you thought of, then no, you well, the I should say, when I thought of Batman, no, 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 I would say the thought in my Process. head when I thought of Batman Begins, I thought there's other ones, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna put this mm-hmm. one, okay, and I'm gonna put. The Dark Knight Rises as mine because yeah. Dove's usual strategy is the first yeah, but five but if I mind. can't if I can't think of five movies immediately, uh-huh. I have to do some thinking. Okay, yeah. All right, Joey, what do you got? So. All right, 
I've got number one, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Uh-huh. Cool, cool. Number two from the Dark Knight trilogy, I am going with The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, number three, he, the other franchise that he's in that he's a big character in, Harry Potter. I also chose Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. No. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tough one for me. Prisoner of Azkaban or Order of Phoenix, when he comes in. Yep, when, yep, he, yep. when he, when he uh, comes spoil- in or when he exits. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, but I went, with, I went with when he comes in. Okay. Um, Number four, I have uh, Darkest Hour as well. Ooh, when he plays Winston. We have the same list. Yeah, we have a similar list. We have a similar list. Okay. Uh, don't get too carried away yet. But uh, okay. and, all right. So for my <laughs> for my fifth one, which, what? I'm, still, which I'm still going to call my fifth one. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> my wild card for my wild card. Uh, I had two written down, and I have to pick one, and I am going to go with heart wrenching. Yeah, this could be heart wrenching. It really could be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the game. I'm gonna go with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh wow! That's yeah. old, oh, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The old stuff that he was in. When was that made? Nineties. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, it was like nineteen. Like I knew. I'm like I he's early 90s. Gary Oldman is all over the place. I think that was yeah. that Matrix. time, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know like yeah. what's yeah. back there. So yeah. you're, you're, uh, Athena, what okay. do you got? All right. Um, starting with Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Okay. Um, I also chose The Dark Knight. Mm. Um, I did The Darkest Hour as well. And um, for my f- my fourth one, I picked Mank, which is the new uh, movie that he's in. The new movie that he's in yes. um, with David Fincher. Mm-hmm. And for my wild card, I'm going with Leon the Professional. Oh, Leon the uh, I thought of that one. Interesting. What's the one? Isn't he on a newer one with a boat? That's like a uh, there's a boat on the ocean. Him and his family are on it. It's called something. It's Mary. Mary. What? That's it. I actually I watched that the, one. I'm like, I couldn't think of the uh, wor- the the. Is it newer? It is newer, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's like, what in the world is he doing in this movie? It's a really <laughs> boring horror movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Like Mary. It's not even like Mary. you know, like the IFC yeah. IFC Midnight films. Yeah, they're like they're like good for like a original story at yeah. least. Yeah, right. This is like. Terrible. To be fair, Gary. To be fair, he's buddy. To what are fa- you doing? To be fair, he's very prolific. He has like a lot of movies. I yeah. feel like so. I mean, this quality he, though. This was just well, bad. Some I of mean, them are. Like, some of them aren't. I it feel was like. like why did he, I don't we know, only remember the quality ones? Yeah, I mean, let alone the fact that Gary Oldman's in it. Like, why did they make this movie? Yeah, gotcha. Like, it's yeah, weird. No. It's yeah. just a B yeah, horror yes, film. Some producers, <laughs> you know, son was like, oh, dad, I want to be a movie writer. Fifty million dollars. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Here you go, son. Buy yourself something nice with it. I imagine Gary Oldman for this role. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. Okay, so uh, mine was very similar to all of yours. Dark Knight, mm-hmm. okay. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Mm-hmm. I accept I went with Leon the Professional. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. Darkest Hour mm-hmm. and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, so okay. Brad, you we have we go. Do okay. we do? We all do. We all have the same bum and list. Uh, the only difference I have is yeah. Batman Begins. I had Batman Begins on. I had Mank on mine. Yeah, you know. so, well, you went with Batman Begins and with. Then with Dark Knight Dark Rises, Rises, where the rest of us went with Dark Knight. With Dark Knight, right? Knight. Yeah, right. Dark Knight. that's correct. Yep. Come right. on, right. baby. Okay. okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. Come on. All right, here we go. Uh, number one, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier. Yes. All right, okay. that was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Knight. Hey, yeah! <laughs> I really thought he was going to say Rises. I was going to be so mad, bro. Oh, my Nuts. God. That would have been awesome. Shoot. All right. The Darkest Hour. Yes. Hey. Okay, Three, baby. Come on. Give me that last one, Leon the Professional. Come on, Stallion. Dracula. Yo, let's go. Oh, no. 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 
Bro, this was so cool because I had I had I had Dracula and the Fifth Element written down. Those were my two. I was like, it's gonna be one of these. That's what I thought. I had the Fifth Element too. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Well. Good job, Joey. Good job. Now that's another. That's another. That's four for four. That's it. Well, that's four for four, but it's it's again. It was my wild card. So have have any of us gotten? Four for four. A true four? Yes. Yeah, true four? Yes. Who? Okay. Kevin Spacey. You got both it. got you both got all four of them. Oh wow. Luke and I, I both did? Yes. Really? Without wild card. Neither what did I get? Really? You got three in that one. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. Okay. Wow. Think, Dracula. Think, come on. I think my favorite part was <laughs> was that Dev had two Dark Knight movies and neither of them were the right one. Oh, <laughs> That's so wrong, though. <laughs> oh, sorry, Duff. Sorry, Duff. <laughs> See, Duff, this is what happens when you go off your regular scheduled, you know, I had mind to think about this one. This yeah. All right, um, moving on. Next all right, moving second. on, moving on. Um, next one. Garbage. Um, Such garbage. We are moving on to Super Scenario Brothers. This is where mm. the previous month, uh, uh-huh. one of the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen presents a scenario, and then we think about it. All month and a half long, and we come <laughs> back with answers. Uh, the last month, what scenario did you give us last month, Athena? Um, I asked if you could choose a book to turn into a movie and cast it yourself. Uh, I asked how you would do that. All right, Duff. Mm-hmm. What do you got? This is a loaded question, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I didn't think so much about how I would cast it, um, but I, uh, I okay. did think about it a little bit. I forgot that part of it. Uh, I remember it being books into movies. What would you want? But you also say what would you would cast. Yeah, I mean, so maybe you can I can just come give up details. with something. Yeah, just give us whatever details. Yeah. You got so I just time. read a book recently. One of the uh, coolest books I've ever read, actually. Nice. It's true. It's called The Great Siege of Malta. Okay. Oh and, my uh, goodness. You guys don't. I don't know if you ever heard of this. The history oh of this. Word. But I'm not going to get into a huge Luke details of it. I think it would actually be better as a seven part series. Just one time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's way well, too much series, going on. Yeah. Limited mm-hmm. series. Yeah, There's yeah. way too much going on, I think, to put it into. Yeah. I actually don't want them to make it. I would love to see it in a movie. Yeah. I don't want our current movie makers to make it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, the, the, the stuff that you read about in that book is um, it's just you don't even need to write a script. It's just there it is. It's incredible things that they've done and that's happened. And uh, it was basically about 40,000 troops. Versus a small band of 9,000 defending mm-hmm. the castle. Oh, not the castle, the fort and the island at the mm-hmm. time. And the, this, uh, the, this, the, the significance was the, the Muslims, the Ottoman Empire, was trying to move north into Europe. And Malta was an important staging point for the Muslims to, uh, you know, it's a staging point. Well, so. yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was close to that. What, what was going on was it was given to the, the, the Knights of Malta, which were the Knights of St. John, which was the end, kind of the ending point of the Knights Hospitallers, which were a branch of the Knights Templars. So the Knights Hospitallers wear, if you look at their uniform, the Knights Templar wears a white robe with a mm-hmm. red cross. Yeah. Hospitallers wore a black robe with a silver or white cross. Mm-hmm. A little bit that's, different. That's pretty baller. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's very baller. baller so yeah. the clothing and everything was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> they said in the they said in the book interesting fact about armor. They said that the knights had tailors for their armor, even more precise than like tailors for a suit that you mm-hmm. would get for a suit. That makes and sense. They said by the time they actually fit it, they could wear it all day for a really long time and not really feel it. 
So we oh, think of knight, cool. knight, uh, we that's think of cool. armor being really heavy and cumbersome. Well, that's like plate armor. They didn't have like plate armor. Yeah, some like, of it was like, plate armor. Some of it was, but not like, not like a full had, suit of like armor chain. in a hallway. They had mithril. Yeah, no, yeah. they had, at the time, <laughs> yeah, mithril. <laughs> they, had, um, they had some plate armor. They had some chain mail, but yeah. it was so fitted to each one of them so perfectly yeah. that it didn't it feel like, and they, and they were yeah. so used to it that they just moved with their body. They didn't even know it was on. Yeah, So really cool. But anyway, so the armor and the stuff, that would all be cinematic amazing but the reason that they attacked multi specifically was because the knights were creating sea havoc they would ship out from malta and just create all these sea problems for the ottoman empire mm -hmm. so it wasn't like malta was like this it was strategic in that they could send their ships out from yeah, there gotcha but it wasn't like we need it we oh, need to I get rid needed it. not necessarily that we need to get rid of these knights here on it so that we can so there's uh, so they're there's not, not disrupting so, yeah, all of our shipping yeah. lines. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Gotcha. So it's like we're gonna we're just gonna go and overwhelm <clears throat> them with everything. It was supposed to take less than three weeks to besiege and take the whole thing, and it took them over three months. Wow. And they didn't even win anyway. They had to retreat. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. So the things that, but the, cool. it was about nine thousand troops of them. About eight hundred were actual knights. The rest were Maltese mm -hmm. um, people. Mm -hmm. And they have crazy stories. I'll just tell one really quickly. But they had stories like this throughout the entire siege. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was this one small port where they thought, um, at least the chief of the knights at that point thought, that that might be a landing point in secret that they would kind of try to use. So they put in all these beams and chains yeah. so that they couldn't land their ships at that certain spot. Mm -hmm. So lo and behold, some of the some of the Muslims at that time snuck into this little area, thinking they could land there. They didn't know all the stuff was there that they put. Mm -hmm. They couldn't land, so they decided, you know what, we're going to swim. We need troops on this landing spot. Apparently, one of the and I would I would cast this guy. This guy came up in a couple of times throughout the book. Mm. Found out that they were coming off of their ships to land there. Mm -hmm. He just gathered up a bunch of Maltese troops. Didn't even tell any of the knights. They were way too busy. Mm. He's like, we need to get down here. And so they got down to the beach, basically took off all their clothes, put knives in their mouths, and went out and met them in the water. Mm. And they had this mon monstrous swimming battle around all these ramparts that were built with these invaders. Wow. Uh, because they were much better swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> And there was little little battles within the huge it was, battle throughout and, and, the whole entire time. And it was, it was yeah. it's, it's important to note there that it was the Maltese natives. That's why they were better swimmers mm -hmm. because they lived on that island. They swam all the time. Mm -hmm. So if it yeah. was the knights going out there, they wouldn't oh, yeah. have done, been able mm -hmm. to do it. It was the I've natives. Got no armor. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> even if they took off their armor, they're still not good swimmers. It was the natives of Malta yeah. mm -hmm. that knew how to swim. And if it was the knights that went out, they would have lost. Mm -hmm. But it was the natives of Malta who were also yeah. fighting with the knights. Yeah, but really interesting. Yeah, and they. But there, you ever hear of Saint Elmo's fire? Mm -hmm. You hear the term that yeah. came from that battle. Mm -hmm. Saint Elmo's fire was basically they, the the Muslim troops actually were more fabric y than than metal in their armor. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fabric that they use, so they use a ton of incendiary things against them mm -hmm. to try to defend it. Uh, so it took them over three months and. Um, Lavalette, who I can't even say his name right. Lavalette, I would I would cast Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> right, uh, for sure. Like he'd be, he would be Liam Neeson. Yeah. Um, yeah, like if you you because he was like seventy two years old. Yeah, he was happened. old, but there were there were actual accounts of him actually engaging. Yeah, right. On multiple occasions, direct mm -hmm. yeah. with the enemy when they got mm -hmm. real close. Um, there's all kinds of drama with the. 
um, rulers of Europe at that time for help. Mm-hmm. All kinds of drama with that. Well, they're not going to send help right now because there's political reasons. That was all going on. So it would. It, it, it's one of the craziest books I've ever read, and I couldn't believe the stuff was true. It's just incredible. Yeah. And um, the amount of, yeah, you could, I don't know who I would cast. There are some main characters. Yeah. I would have somebody cast as a main guy that would represent the Maltese people mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that were mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And they're a little bit darker skinned, the Maltese. Oscar Isaac is the perfect uh, I was thinking of Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. just the guy that, that he communicated, and he would be in there, and right. there would be a lot of other. And it wasn't just French knights. Spanish knights, English knights, French knights, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all yeah. part of that, nice. and uh, so uh, really awesome book that I think would make a really cool series, if not a movie. Yeah, one of and, yeah uh, one of the things he incredible. one of the things he did too was, um, you know, a lot of people like don't like him for this, but at some point during the siege, he took the heads of the people that they had killed thus far and launched them over into the the Ottoman army. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, why don't you do that? That doesn't help anything. You know, that's really mean. You know, what, what, what's the purpose of that? And the purpose was it doesn't help anything. It actually makes things worse. What he was saying to the Ottoman Empire and to his own people, we're not surrendering. Mm-hmm. We're going yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna to piss these people off so bad that they're not going to let us surrender. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give us the option of surrendering. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make sure that we're not thinking in the back of our minds that we're going to surrender around here. Mm-hmm. We're not surrendering. Yeah. And so they went down from yeah. how many people? Originally 13,000, 16,000 defenders. About nine. 9,000. It was less than 10,000. Right. Less yeah. than, about 9,000. They went down to 600 people by the time it was all over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most of them were obviously killed. But he even when the— Everyone the, was injured. The first fort Everybody. was Fort St. Elmo, which was the first line of defense. He had defenders there, and there was a point where he was like, I'm not sending over any reinforcements. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, come get us out. And he said, no, mm-hmm. we can't. We're not coming to get you out. This is, you will die there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that kind of communication between him and the fort when it got towards the very end. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose of that fort was to create time. Mm-hmm. That was the point. Mm-hmm. And he had to suck out as much time out of that fort as he possibly could, and that was the point. So he had to really do some for lack of a better term, heartless decisions, you would yeah, think. Right. But if he hadn't have made those heartless decisions, they would have lost that. Mm-hmm. And then, really and then crazy. Southern Europe would have been destroyed. By Invadable, the, at yeah, least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But he pretty much crippled the army by himself. But, yeah, if you look at it now, map of uh, Malta, um, Valletta is the main is their capital. And mm-hmm. that's named after... La Valette. Yeah. La Valette. But, anyways, yeah, nice. that would, that's a book I would make into a movie. Wow. Cool. I know Liam Neeson would be in it, but yeah. that's maybe Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but I don't know about anybody else. The second one is a book I read actually when I was a teen uh, called This Present Darkness. Hmm. Do you remember that book, Luke? Yeah, yeah. You're only um, supposed to have one book, though, Duff. Oh, I thought it was three. No, just one. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but what is that? Well, I feel like I know that I'm so, book. I'm going to say a minute. You know, Frank no, 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 that's right. Peretti. Frank yeah. Peretti is a Christian yes, author. He did the I, oath. He I did the okay. Nightmare yeah. Academy. Anyway, I don't have to talk about it, but it's, uh, it's uh, that's right. angels and demons fighting outside one? of the sight of human beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I don't think I've ever yeah. seen a real modern angels and demons for real type of movie besides the one Paul Bettany was in. And Legion? Oh. Legion. Legion. Oh. Where he was an angel. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's yeah. the second one, even though I wasn't supposed to say it. Okay. <laughs> So, yes, out of these three anyway, if I were to pick one, yeah. The Great Seas of Malta would be an amazing yeah. movie. Yeah, it would. All right, Joey, what do you got, man? All right, cool. 
<clears throat> All right, for me, so I have a book that I read many years ago now um, that I love. Uh, it's by Neil Gaiman. It's called The Ocean at the End of the Lane. Okay. So uh, one of my favorite, like, uh, genres, whether it be in movies and books or whatever it be, is, like, magical realism, right? Like, I love when something is, like, placed in reality and then, you know, it, like, sud- it like kind of, like, subtly shifts into a more, like, magical realm, right? I mean, we grew up with stories like that, like Narnia. Um <clears throat> And so, and like in Harry Potter too. And so I just think, um, and so I think that that kind of genre is really cool. And that's what kind of this story is about. Um, <clears throat> it's basically about a guy who returns to his home for a funeral. Um, and when he comes home, he, um, you know, he's, he starts to get kind of reacquainted with people he grew up with and stuff like that. And when he meets <clears throat> one particular family called the Hempstocks, he basically like has these flashbacks of memories. And then uh, most of the, the movie is told through these flashbacks of his childhood and of meeting them when he was a kid and stuff like that. And all this crazy stuff that happens that is like basically like very like dark fantasy related that he's like forgotten having been like having been away from his town and stuff like that. And away from that period, he like basically forgets it and goes on to live a normal life. And then when he comes Peter back, Pan. yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, simil- there's a similarity to it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's really good. It's like, it's got some really cool, like, like, like I said, dark fantasy vibes. It's very surreal. Um, <clears throat> And you know, and a lot of it takes place of him as a kid, and it and him dealing with like his his childhood trauma and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so I it's it's a great book. Um, so I had a couple. So I did the <clears throat> the casting for it. So um, for the narrator, um, <clears throat> I wanted. So it's uh, Neil Gaiman's British, and so I figured I'd do like a British casting of it. So um, for the narrator, they're more interesting anyway. Yeah, British so, cast. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the basically <clears throat> the greatest actors in the world. <laughs> Thank you, Shakespeare. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they've had 500 years of experience, you know. Yeah. So for the narrator, which is the main character, he's never named in the book. I would have Benedict Cumberbatch. Cool. Um, yeah. I think he would be like a really cool, like, like Smog. figure. Yeah. 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 Well, first mm-hmm. off, yeah, because I feel like if you did this in a movie form, right, like you'd have to have, you know, he's called, you know, we call him the narrator in the book and, you know, because he's narrating the story but you know that's all written words but you'd probably have him narrating parts of the story and Benedict Cumberbatch has an amazing like narration voice he does. and so I was like so I was like because the way with the way the book works there's probably not going to be a ton of acting for him to do um, just because it starts with him coming back to his hometown and then ends with him when he's an adult too but there's a lot of the middle that's just there would be him as a kid and that would be a different actor obviously um, but he would probably do a lot of narration and I thought he would be a really good pick for that um and so the one of the main protagonists or antagonists, I'm sorry, one of the main antagonists is um, this character, which is basically this creature for from another dimension who takes the form of a woman who becomes um, the narrator and his sister's nanny. Her name is uh, Ursula Monkton. And so I actually thought Rosamund Pike would be uh, a really good um, pick for this. Okay. Um, she's in a movie. Uh, she's, she's, what's it called? She's well, British. I care I she's a lot. British. She's, yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, she's British. Yeah, I care British. a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's British. She's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's in this new movie called I Care a Lot, which we only saw the preview for. We were interested in maybe watching it, but she she looks like she's going to play like kind of a villainous character, and like she could pull yeah. that off well. Mm-hmm. And I think she could. Yep. I, I think she yep. could pull it off really subtly well too, because this character initially is is someone who who um, you know is able to bring like she you know she enters the family as like their nanny when their mom has to go away, and she she gains the love of the rest of the family other than the narrator as a kid, right? And so I think she's someone who could do that, who could like really turn it on and turn it off, be really sweet and kind, and then suddenly turn you know That's turn a, it it's on. It's just an interesting pick. Yeah, no, she um, can do it. It's well, just, and she was also in Gone Girl, and she was like, yeah, she was the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but you don't know it. You until don't know the end. it until yeah, the, end, until the end. But I didn't. So I didn't notice her at all. 
Spoilers. Yep. What did you say? Spoilers. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know who she was until Pride and Prejudice. That's when I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I was yeah. like, Oh, the older sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Also, yeah. Jack Reacher. Never mentioned that. <laughs> the first movie was okay. The first, first movie, movie was, was actually okay. surprisingly mm-hmm. okay. The yeah. second one was mm-hmm. so dumb. I rarely ever turn movies off in the beginning, but that was one of them. <laughs> yeah. After I rented it. <laughs> Sorry, no, God, no, there goes okay. the money right down the tube. Yeah. No, it's okay. All right, what's he got? Um, and so then, so the other casting, right? And so the Hempstocks are really important. So there's a grandma. There's a mother, and then there's Letty, who is the um, who is like the kid who helps him, right? So Letty and the narrator, when he's thinking back to this, it's when they're kids, and so they're both the same age. So they would be kids, and then it's the mom and the grandmother. So for the mom, I had Emily Blunt, um, who I thought would be a good pick as the because they basically all three of them help to help them to kind of like save the narrator from the predicament he gets himself in. Um, and then there's and then for the grandma, I picked Emma Thompson. I thought she would be. I thought they would both be really One good. My picks. favorite female yeah. actresses of all time. Yeah, this is an all star cast here. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, this is like okay. Like if you can pick your dream cast, yeah, come on, dream man. Cast. You, you have yeah. no money problems. You get yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, um, and I think it'd be really good. Um, and then for the narrator, no the narrator's dad. Um, all right, so the narrator's dad, I had trouble casting because initially, you know, he's just like a normal dad. He's there to take care of his kids. Like, you know, he just like you know lives in the normal mm-hmm. suburban town, doing normal suburban dad, British suburban dad things. And then, but then when Ursula Moncton shows up, right, he becomes much more, um, he becomes much darker of a figure, right? He's basically kind of like cast under her spell. And one of the really, um, one of the really crazy scenes in the book is there's a scene where um, basically like Urs- uh, being under Ursula's spell, he like tries to drown the narrator, his child, right? Um, and er- while Ursula is watching. Um, so he goes from like, so he's another character who kind of like goes from like, being really, you know, just like fine, like neutral character to like a much darker character. Now, how, how old I, is he? Huh? Well, that's the thing. So, oh. so I cast Emily Blunt as the Hempstock mom. So this guy would probably have to be within a similar range, which is what gave me trouble. Because mm-hmm. initially, I went to Hugh Laurie because I think Hugh Laurie would be really good for that role, and mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. Um, but, but he's Hugh old. Laurie's like sixty-one yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that would really work. Yeah. Um, so then, so then, and again, this is my, this might just be my partiality, but I I also considered like Daniel Craig, um, who is also. Oh towards the older end of the end of it but like I think you can make him look younger where I think Hugh Laurie might be past that point of making him look younger um, so what you're giving me a face I'm giving you a face you, you can't you don't think you can make him look younger oh Last no I can tell I, you why he's mad because yeah. you were on him for not doing a making a young Bruce Wayne look old no. yes a young, that's yeah, right, exactly yeah. right wait hold on that's, using wait CGI. a minute that's yes. totally different. <laughs> no, you want to take a twenty-year-old and make him look not like a twenty-years-old? Well, Army Hammer has such a Army Hammer has such a young face. And you're oh, like, oh get yeah, out of here. you're like, oh yeah, we he's already gray. <laughs> Listen, I, all I'm saying is that all I'm saying is that you can make Emily Blunt oh, look God. like she's in her forties, and you can make Daniel Craig look like he's in his forties. That's and exactly that's, what I'm saying. Like and that's, that's exactly and that's, my point. And, and that's that's way different. That's way different than being like, here's this That's way being like, here's this crotchety old man. And we're going to cast a 20-year-old. No, get out of here. I'm going to tell you something my wife tells me all the time. Sure. Whenever I give a big spiel justifying my actions, <laughs> you don't convince me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the story. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Well, there's that. Anyway, so um, so those are the main, those are the main characters. Um, 
Because basically the rest of the characters would be the kids, right? So the narrator, when he's a kid, um, Letty Hempstock is, um, is you know, again, is around his age. They, and then his sister, they would all be younger kids. I don't really know. I couldn't really find any, like, young British actors who I recognized. So yeah. that would probably just be, like, one of those, like, casting call for kids who end up being good actors. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah, right? yeah, right. Um, like, casting no unknowns. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's probably nothing. I did imagine that, like, if there was a... If if we were going to cast, because they're probably, it doesn't really specify their age in the books. I always kind of imagine them being like younger, like tweens. But I guess you could also potentially cast it as them being like a little bit older and teenagers. Um, I thought Letty Hemstock would be cool if it was like Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, maybe you could like keep her, like make, you could probably still pass her off as like being a teenager kind of a, um, but yeah, but I wasn't she's, sure. She's it really in depends. right now. Yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, she's very, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she is. Um, but I also think she's a very good actress. Um, and then on top of that, I would also I also picked my director, and so and just because of uh, his previous obsessions with uh, magical realism, I would go with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For that, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, right. yeah. It's a it's a dark fantasy magical realism. You would do you would do like you would do like Kitty Kitty movie Chris Columbus or something like that. No, I don't think this. <laughs> I don't think this is. Uh, but the thing is, is I think you could do. I think you could do proper scare. No. <laughs> I think you, <laughs> I think, I think you could do proper yeah. scares and stuff like that and still make it PG-13 if you wanted to do yeah, that. Sure. I still think Guillermo could do that without having okay. to make okay, it R-rated. Right. So. Interesting. Cool. You have to yeah. put a little on all the way to the yeah, Guillermo, stop. Stop okay. with the monsters. <laughs> stop with the blood. Guillermo. No, no, there's monsters in this. That's the thing. And blood? Huh? Yeah. And I mean, blood. you don't have to have as much blood as okay. there is. Uh, maybe when oh, okay. maybe when Ursula dies, but spoiler. We got to get better at that. Spoilers. What do you got? Um, okay, so I am a really, really big Agatha Christie fan, and the first time that I saw a play, um, I saw her play that, I think it's, the book is called And Then There Were None, and the play is called Ten Little Indians, yes. and it's like my favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, and they made one. The black and white version. In like the 40s or yeah. something, a very, yeah. very long time that ago. That was a scary movie, man. It was. That and was then a there were scary none? movie. Oh, my word. I was uh-huh. blown away by it, actually. I mean, I went and saw the play when I was like 12, and okay. I was That's horrified. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that was now, color. Maybe no. it is. Maybe it is now. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I'm sorry, go ahead. honestly, the the book itself ends much uglier than even the movie does. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, because in the movie, okay, spoiler, in the movie, um, <laughs> there are people who are left alive. In the book, everyone is dead. Oh, oh wow. Um, anyway, so I would love to have someone do that now because it's been what yeah. eighty years yeah, at this years. point. Yeah, yeah. Very long time. So I think we've forgotten about that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if they're willing to reboot the Harry Potter series 10 years later <laughs> and, and the Lord of the yep. Rings 20 years later. Then yeah, and Lion King 30 years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not it's, even 30 not years even later. It's, yeah. Hard, yeah. it's hard to just like pick a couple characters, so I literally did all 10 um, oh, no. because there are 10 um, plus the Scotland Yard person at the end, but that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, He's so... He's He dies too. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I picked everybody that I wanted and I, I don't know if... If this was a good idea or not, but um, like I just feel like I should have spent more time on this. Okay. Um, I'm excited just to hear it. Why? What are you talking about? I don't know. I just I can't. No, I can't Athena, say that listen, I'm I should have spent more time casting <laughs> my guys or not but, your Dreamcast. Well, it is, but I feel like I probably mm-hmm. would make some changes if I had more time. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So don't preface um, it with that. Just, what? Just okay, pr- no, I'm sorry. Just tell us. Anyway, um, so <laughs> the first character is uh, the secretary, and she's one of the people that survives at the end. Oh, I guess I should. 
tell you what the, the movie's about. I'm <laughs> I, I'm expecting you guys to know because you guys said you watched it. But anyway, so um, 10 people get a letter to come to some sort of dinner or weekend at an island, um, and they all show up. Um, and basically, in each of their rooms, there's a poem called 10 Little Indians, and it basically has a rhyme of 10 people dying in different ways. Um, and then one by one, they all start to die. Um, eventually, you find out that one of the characters is a retired judge, um, and he knows that all of these people got away with murder. Um, and he is at the end of his life, or at least at the end of his, yeah, I think he has an illness of some sort. So he's at the end of his life, um, and he basically invites them all so that he can kill them, mm-hmm. um, or that yeah. they kill themselves or each other, or who knows. Um, anyway, so my list, uh, my casting list starts with the secretary. I picked Florence Pugh. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like well, I wanted What's the secretary's name again? Um, it's... in the movie, it's yeah. Anne Clyde. Anne Clyde, okay. Mm-hmm. Florence Pugh is kind of in now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked lots of yeah. very in people right yeah, now. People. Um, like right, in right, right now. Yep. Like, like <laughs> right now. Yep. Um, and I, I just Tomorrow, felt like she, she's <laughs> one of the only true. surviving people <laughs> at the end, and I felt like she feels like a stronger, like, I don't know, female character. I mean, she's going to be in Black Widow soon. Um, as she was in Midsummer, she was in Midsummer. She was in Little Women. Um, yeah. Yeah. Athena, you're not excited oh, okay. for Black Widow to come out, Athena. <laughs> Actually, I have to talk about Scarlett Johansson oh, later, okay. but um, and it's not a bad thing. <laughs> First time that it will ever happen. Oh but, wow! <laughs> um, all right, and then for the leading male character, um, I picked. I went back and forth between Stephen James, who is a very not a very well-known actor. He was in a, a show that we watched, and James McAvoy. Um, oh, yeah, interesting. Hmm. Um, and he's kind of like very wealthy and kind of stuck up, um, but he's the other person who survives. Um, as the judge, I picked Gr- Brian Cranston. Mm, wow, um, that's a good pick. He's, pick. he's yeah, in a, a show pick. right now where he is a judge, and he's um, basically it. covering up for his son for something that his son did. Yeah. And I watched even just like the the commercials for it. I was like, that's that's it right there. That's my guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, the detective, and remember, all of these people, they're like... They, you don't really know it at the beginning, but eventually you find out that they have all committed murder and gotten away with it mm-hmm. in some, or or at least... Um, Except for the judge? Uh, well, he's about to commit murder and get yeah. away with oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Um, the detective, I picked John David Washington because um, I feel like, I don't know, I felt like he has this presence that he can be very like, I'm doing the right thing, even though he Isn't. at some point didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor who works with the judge um, for a while, is, I picked Jude Law because I just like Jude Law whenever he's a doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think he's good at it. He's good at it. Um, he looks great yep. in a white lab coat. Yep. <laughs> um, for the entertainer, uh, his name's Mike Raven. He dies almost immediately by drinking cyanide. I picked Army Hammer. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I pick, I, for the entertainer, I picked Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the actress, I picked Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, the general, I picked Ed Harris. Uh, um, I, I always think Ed Harris, I feel like he, he always feels very, very gruff. Yes. Very military-esque. And he apparently in, um, in the movie version, he like kills five of his own 
soldiers at oh, some wow. point. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like he is usually like the villain. <laughs> he does a lot of, of villain roles, and I I don't know. Yeah. Um, I liked him for that. You, you can see him killing five of his own soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the we butler. See you at the butler. I picked Jeremy Irons because I really liked him as yeah. the butler. In... You mean as Alfred? Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and then the butler's wife, um, Olivia Coleman, who I don't know if you guys know who that is, um, but um, she's done lots of TV shows. She was in. She's mostly BBC, right? Yeah. yeah. She's British. Um, she did The Favorite. I didn't watch that. She's about to. She just did The Father with Anthony Hopkins. Um, oh, nice. Anyway, I like her a lot, I, especially from the show that Isn't we watched with her. Isn't she in Broad something? Broad Church. Broad Church, yeah. I think yeah. she's pretty well-known from that. So. Okay. <clears throat> she's a pretty well-known um, British actress. But. Okay. Okay. And that that's it. Sorry. It's a Who long else? one, but I was like, I can't just pick two of these people. It's called, yeah. the play is called Ten Little Indians, so you have to do all ten. Yeah. Right. Right. So, there you go. Yeah. Ten big name actors. Okay, yep. Just really quick, uh-huh. I just want to give a shout out to the listeners who have watched the movie or read the book or played the extremely buggy PC game. That came out in like 2000. So, oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's did how you? I actually came to know the story, and then I watched it. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Did, did you actually beat it? Um, no, because it's so buggy, you can't oh. beat it. It's oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Bummer. Yeah, you see the one lady on her rocking chair, and then you go into the bedroom, and she's dead. <laughs> And then you go back, and she's out on the rocking chair. Like, okay, I can't beat this game. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, uh, Mr. Science Theater 3000 made fun of a movie like that, where it was a real movie that somebody made. It was just CDE movie. And um, at one point, a character dies, and then a couple minutes later, you see her sitting at a computer desk like a, as an extra. Like just Amazing. like typing away on a, oh on a computer, and like, and, and like they even talk about it, like from from the characters, not in the movie, but you know the three people watching the puppet, yeah. the, the puppet, the two, guy and the two puppets. They're like, wait, isn't she dead? Like <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't even like they were making fun of it. They were like confused. Like yeah. I thought she was like, hold dead. Up. Yeah, <laughs> it was like they broke character just to make fun of it. It's like um, that, it's like that office scene where Dwight has a like a wig for every other everybody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It turns and it's yeah. him with a wig. It's just him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so. <clears throat> Uh, for mine, uh, I, I talked about this a while ago. I wanted to see Ivanhoe as a movie, mm-hmm. but I just don't trust these horrible people because there's going to be eventually, like what we're talking about this morning, there's going to be a woman in armor kicking butt somehow magically. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Less Ivan and more Ho is what you <laughs> said. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, so uh, I, I, I would love to see that. If I had complete yeah. control, director, producer, um, I'd be like, okay, we're making Ivan O. But hmm. actually, I read a book recently. I'm going to go a different route here. It's a true story. Uh, the book is called Bad Blood, and it's about the Theranos scandal. Are you guys familiar with the Theranos scandal? Mm. Um, yeah. It's a true story, but a Silicon Valley uh, scandal where uh, a woman named uh, Elizabeth Holmes essentially scammed um, – hundreds of investors and maybe even billions of dollars in trying to create a product that can, um, you know, like her big thing was like, ever since I was little, I hated getting blood, my blood taken. Right. Mm -hmm. So she like developed this like machine or she helped develop a machine or she paid people to develop a machine because nobody trusts her anymore. 
what did she actually do? Um, where it's supposed to be a machine that's supposed to be sold to like people like Rite Aid and um, you know CVS, where you just put your finger in and it takes your blood and then it gives you all these answers about what's going on in your blood. It's supposed yeah. to process your blood mm-hmm. and it's supposed to tell you exactly what's going on with your blood. Is your how's your liver? How's your kidneys? You know, and mm-hmm. do you have cancer? You know, mm-hmm. and they were and, and and it was being touted all over the Obama administration. I mean, it went all the way up to the president. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we finally have a female Silicon Valley Steve Jobs. That's mm-hmm. what they call it. Okay? Yeah. Compared to Steve Jobs. Oh, she's like the new Steve Jobs. And it was a really weird thing. She would speak with this really deep voice. Mm. And people were like, <gasps> she's like so amazing. Her voice is so deep. She's so masculine. Mm. And people were like taken with her right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, the book details from the, the beginning to not necessarily the end because, you know, I think when the book was written, Theranos, the company was still kicking around somehow magically. Theranos? Theranos. Oh. Um, yeah, Thanos. <laughs> Thanos made one that just takes all your blood. Yeah, <laughs> Thanos. Yeah. Uh, so, so it 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 has like uh, the stories of all the engineers that went in and out. the The turnover rate was unbelievable mm-hmm. because the people kept telling you can't do this, you mm-hmm. can't do it, and yeah. she was like all Cinderella story about the whole thing. Everyone keeps telling me I can't do it, but I can do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she just fired you, mm-hmm. and nice. and 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 she had lawyers from here to Timbuktu. Mm-hmm. If you speak about this, we're going to sue you and your descendants to the third and fourth generation, essentially. Wow. Yeah. Um, and what happened was. There was like a lot of whistleblowers, but they all needed to like kind of come to, together because mm-hmm. if one person just went by themselves, it wouldn't go to work. Right. Yeah. So um, that's it's called bad blood, and it's it's a story about essentially, in my opinion, at the base of it all was politically correct, a political correctness going wrong, because it was like we got to invest because she's a woman, mm-hmm. right? And 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 this is like what's yeah. We right. gotta we have to force this to succeed. Yeah, and it has to succeed. Yeah, it's, yeah. It can't fail because if it does, then you know what does that say about political correctness? You know, and that was that wasn't the only reason. You know, obviously she was a charismatic, compelling person. She was smart. She wasn't an idiot. She mm-hmm. was actually brainy. Yeah. Um. But the problem is she latched onto something that she couldn't do, and she had like henchmen. You know, uh, she had like you know this. Uh, really seedy relationship with this guy named I think it was like Ali or something like that. It was a Middle Eastern guy, and he was like the enforcer. Like he didn't even have a job. Like he was listed as like manager, but he didn't even do anything except tell people if you talk, I'm going to come to your house and shoot you, kind of a thing. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it was. Jeez. But it was a scandal. It was a scandal, mm-hmm. and billions of dollars. I mean, it went so all the way a up lot of, to so the, all that billions of dollars came from the investors, investors investing, and yes. then the money went nowhere. Went to her. Nowhere. Yeah. Or, um, or went somewhere, <coughs> but nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure where it ended up. It I think was, it might have went sounds to like a, yeah, it's, it's Sounds like, like a solid government program. It's, yeah. like in the, it's like in the dark night where all that money is going to the RD department, but they don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, where's all this money going? Yeah. <laughs> right, it's off the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, that's, that's a story. And um, I was actually thinking, you know, this girl is charismatic, but she also has a deep voice. And a lot of people think it was faked. Um it was faked. Uh, there was one guy saying, listen, you know, I was there during a meeting and she was speaking with her deep voice. And then she turned to me and said, oh, thank you so much for helping me. It was like this moment where she broke character mm-hmm. and she was speaking with a normal voice. Mm-hmm. And when you see her, and see, when, when you watch like interviews with her, you're like, okay, that's obviously faked. But mm-hmm. people didn't want to believe it was faked. You know, we well, finally fake, have, by faked, you, know, you mean she was doing a bit. Like, that's what you mean? Essentially, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. like didn't have, oh, sorry. She didn't have like something... 
She didn't have something making no, that. No, she no, just no. was making intentionally she, making it yes, deeper. Okay. Intentionally, just yeah. like I'm doing it. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah. You gotcha. <clears throat> so that's that's what she was doing, and um, so for it to play, I, I don't really care about the rest. This, this would be essentially about her. Yeah, yeah. It'd be about yeah, her. She's the most important, and, and the rest of the ensemble cast essentially doesn't matter that much. Um, so what, who I choose? I choose Emily Blunt because okay. I think she mm. could do the. The charismatic, wide-eyed stare that she has, if you look at her. And she would also be able to do uh, the, deep, the deep voice because she does not have a light voice. Not that gotcha. this matters, okay. but is, is she, in real life, a br- brunette? No. Um, I, she's blonde. That's yeah, what, she's, that's, she's, that's yeah she's blonde, but I don't know uh, if that was natural. I don't know. Uh, right. she might no, no, you can do whatever. And, I was just listen, if we can make Army Hammer seventy years old and look like yeah, old we can Batman, do we can we can make an actress. We, we can, can change do an actress. Come on in. The water's warm. <laughs> the water's warm. So yeah, that's that's what I, I would love to see that movie because it's a big it's a big in your face to all the feminists out there, right? Who who think that you know we just got to push and shove the women to do what we well, want them yeah, to do, I and think, there's disastrous results if you do. Yeah, that. yeah, I think um, it can be disaster, and sometimes though, when they don't let people go and develop and on their own without all the pressure of time, yes. mm-hmm. I actually believe that you know we had the Wright brothers who nobody knew about when they were inventing flying, but there was another man that was also inventing flying that the government was pushing. I forget his name. Maybe He's an Italian me. dude, I think. And they were they were all in with this guy, but with that, yeah, we're gonna give you money, so you better deliver type right. stuff. Gets comes with that. I actually believe that if those roles would have been switched, if that guy would have been left alone and they would have been pressuring the Wright brothers, I think it would have been opposite. I think uh, that guy would have invented flying first. Yeah. I think there's there is an element of like when you get investors and you get these other people to do this. Yeah. There's pressure from them. Well, and yeah, and unnecessary deliver, pressure. And, unnecessary, yeah, don't unnecessary need to deal pressure. with, and, uh, well, and, and that and can mess just, with the whole project. And pressure just like has a very has very different effects on people. There are yeah, some people who yeah. thrive under pressure and are better because yeah. they're being pressured, yeah. and then there are people who just crumble under pressure and right. might and might be capable of incredible things given given time and money yeah. and 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 no pressure. But yeah. given that pressure that comes with time and money. Um, you know, they they just can't. Deliver. Yeah, it's hard so to know. Really, and that could have yeah, been playing into it too. To Maybe it was a good idea. Yeah, but it's like, right. no, we need we need five years to do right, this, but not she, not she five having, months. I mean, it was like you MIT know. guys. Well, yeah, and I mean, to be to be fair, this to be fair, this yeah, to be to be fair, this this actual idea sounds like a pipe dream. So it is, it is. I mean, at least for now, yeah, for now, at least for now, given the technology we have, yeah. And it was really weird because inside the machine. You know, it was supposed to be like an apple, like, you know, like, you know, you don't know how it works. It just works well. Yeah. But inside the machine, it was basically like a little factory. Like it was how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Like we can't do this the way he wants to. There was like control arms, like little cranes picking mm-hmm. stuff up and moving it over oh, here. Yeah, yeah. And and it was just like really outside looked like really sexy and sleek. But mm-hmm. inside it was like barbaric yeah. the way the machine so, worked. So yeah. she was a success. She's a millionaire. Billion, yeah, but right? she's being sued. Right I know, now. She's being sued. Okay. And, and like, listen, her investors were were were, were no regular right. Tom, Dick, and Harry. Right. It right. was. Do you For guys real. remember General Mad Dog Math- Mathis? He was an investor. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Mad and when, Dog was and when, money. And when bag. people would go to him and whistleblow, and him and other people like, "Yo, this, this, there's something way wrong here." Yeah. 
like the investors, him and his buddies, the people investing were like, do not tell us this. Yeah. You know, we don't want to hear it. Yeah. And it took a long time to, for people to like really raise up the red flags to people who are like, okay, where, where at is. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Millions, if not billions of dollars wasted. Anyway. So we had two Emily Blunts today. Yeah. Yes. Did, yeah. Yes. Two um, Anya Taylor Joys too. Two uh, that's true. Yep. So one, one Florence Pugh. And one Florence Pugh. <laughs> yeah. So next month, um, here's your scenario. You've gone three days without food. Hmm. And you get to teleport yourself into a scene where there's a feast in front of you. Mm. <laughs> what That's feast funny. would you choose? Or maybe even feast. Maybe it's just that one food item that just looks so good. Mm. That way somebody eats it. Maybe it's a cheeseburger or something like that from House Guest, right, Duff? You know, when he eats that Big Mac in front yeah, of Sinbad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks so good. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like talking and gesticulating with it. And like there's like lettuce <laughs> falling off, falling lettuce out of it. flies off. Yeah, life flies off. And, and Sinbad's like he's been nothing, even nothing but vegetables for the last couple of days. It's just like you know salivating over this Big Mac. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get okay. to teleport yourself into a scene where they're eating food, and you get the food, mm. not mm. the actor. Mm. The actor goes into purgatory. Mm. I'm just joking. Um, mm. You get so what? What? What scene would you teleport yourself into where you could mm. eat that food? Mm. Sweet. That's next month's okay. scenario. Dove, what? you had AFI's Top 100. I did. That's our next segment where one of us goes and watch, watches a movie from AFI's Top 100 um, Greatest Movies of All Time. Hmm. And what you got? Uh, I picked number 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty high. Wow. It's right above. Right. Uh, no, I should say right below. I'm sorry. Right below Star Wars. The 1977 Star Wars A New Hope. New Hope is. Are all three of them on there? Or is it just uh, New Hope? It not that I noticed. It shouldn't be just New Hope. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's called, it's a movie called All About Eve. Oh. Have you guys ever heard of this? I have heard of it, yes. I feel like okay. uh, it's number sixteen. So this is really I have no high. idea what so it's like, about. So like what, 51, 52? What, uh, 19, yeah, it was 1950. Okay. Yeah, much like yep. the Maltese Falcon, I've heard of it. I have no idea what it's no about. No kidding, yeah. So um, it's basically about – uh, the, the, it's dealing with show business back then, which is very mm -hmm. interesting. But it's about a woman who has just an absolute um, desire, very strong desire to be an actress. And in the beginning, they have you go through this halfway through the movie. It's a pretty long movie. She's a victim. She's, she's innocent and she's just there and she just happens to have this gift. And it starts to get under the skin of another actress that she idolizes. So she idolizes that. She gets finally gets to meet her. Mm -hmm. Holy cow, she's amazing. Can I work for you? All this stuff. And yeah. she ends up starting to work for her. But all of a sudden, she starts getting noticed by talent agents, by these other people, these other friends of this main actress. She starts to get jealous, and it all starts to blow up. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Right? So it's very, I mean, the drama is great. It's super entertaining. Um, halfway through, they do a complete 180 and I think this is part of what makes it interesting she turns out to be a conniving little witch oh, the, the new girl the that's aspiring the, girl, the, okay. the innocent oh, one. interesting okay that's kind okay. of okay and then they kind of they do a complete switcheroo and now you're looking at the actress who was kind of a jerk at the beginning as the victim oh wow interesting okay interesting. so that's the her, cool. and then the, the and again it, as it progresses you know, things just start to get really out of hand, and uh, just with, through politics, personalities, jealousy, envy, uh, greed. Yeah. And she starts. She has such a bloodlust for fame. 
Mm-hmm. That she's willing to absolutely do anything. She starts going after the husbands of some of the ladies that have helped her. Oh my goodness. So she can get ahead. Yeah. But she runs into uh, a person that she can't control. And it's a, a man who is a critic who's very powerful and he can kind of make or break a, a career. Interesting. Okay. okay. And the reason she couldn't control him is because he was the same as her. He was just as seedy and just as oh, greedy and just as, yeah. and he was, you never heard it. I'm not going to say it, but you ever hear the term from just your average coworker. You can't BS a BSer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that. Mm-hmm. And so he figures her out pretty early on, but he doesn't say anything and he doesn't do anything because, well, we can both kind of rise up. Mm-hmm. It's working. Mm-hmm. Her manipulating and conniving. That's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, and she tries to manipulate him and he knows it. Wow. So he knows what she's doing until mm-hmm. finally when she tries to control him, there's this scene where he's like, uh-uh, oh, okay. I am the king. Hmm. And, and she tries to blackmail him and she tries to do all this stuff. And, her, and it kind of stops there. But he, but he rises with her. Mm-hmm. Wow. So anyway, and that's where she meets kind of her doom. But, mm. um, and then towards the end, the very last scene, they have her winning this unbelievable award but being unhappy mm-hmm. ah. okay so she's just like it just looks like hey i'm here and it's like oh what was all that i have for? no friends yeah. yeah right so then she, she's going really back to, it's really good i encourage you to watch it but that different people will have different thoughts mm-hmm. of how it goes these are mine mm-hmm. okay. but while i was thinking while i was watching it yeah she goes back to her room and all of a sudden there's someone there another young lady that to the audience was the same as Eve at the beginning. Yeah, right, right. And now Eve is the target mm-hmm. of the new yeah, yeah, uh, right. greedy, seedy girl that mm-hmm. comes off it. And the way that she manipulates people was the, the same way that, uh, like, you, giving credit to other people all the time and yeah. making them feel really, really good about yeah. themselves yeah. is how she, they would give her a part and she'd be like, oh, I was terrible. You know, this should be going to this actress, her idol, who she's trying to destroy. Right. She should have it. You know, like the and her constantly playing the humility card. Mm-hmm. He who flatters false, his neighbor yeah. um, yep. spreads she the got net for some, his feet. Yeah. And so and so one of the friends of this other actress <laughs> who was jealous. She she the the, the jealous actress started getting mad at everybody because she was jealous. Yeah. So her friend was like started going against her. For Eve, who's the main character, mm-hmm. okay. going against her friend because she deserves it. She's treating us like a jerk right now. Mm-hmm. So she's going to promote Eve just to stick it to her. And then that blows up in her face. And then Eve uses that to blackmail her. So it's really just a bunch of... Yeah. And so my final thought, but the interesting scene at the end when she was like, they, they revealed to the audience that this new girl now is going to put Eve through what she just put everybody else through. Yeah. And so my final thought, I did, it was very interesting. It's all dialogue. There's no action. It is black and white, but the actors, actors do a phenomenal job. Marilyn Monroe's in it. And I have never seen a movie with Marilyn Monroe in it ever. Oh, okay. Okay. And she just shows up and I'm like, was no she, way, that's Marilyn she, Monroe. She's probably 18. Oh, wow. She's really oh, okay. young gotcha. in this wow. movie. Okay. And she doesn't I don't have a big role. She's not Eve. Not or, a big role. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, Holy cow, that's Marilyn Monroe. And you yeah. can actually see, just watching it, the difference in looks. I mean, she's just being whatever. She just shows up and you're yeah. like, I can see why people would be so enamored with how she looks. Because oh, she's okay. truly 
yeah. at least in, when you look at it, you're like, she's just heads and shoulders above just in the beauty department. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. that was an interesting thought, but it just, she just showed up. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um, I thought at the very end, my thought on the whole thing was, man, if that was true kind of back then, if they're making a story around this, how much of this exists, this kind of stuff exists in Hollywood today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And just how much of this really goes on. And mm-hmm. all the stuff, the Golden Globes, it's all a facade. Yeah. And underneath, they just yeah. all hate each other. Oh, and they man. all just, you know, um, yeah. I just wonder. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. But um, it was a good glimpse into that world a little bit, I felt like the movie was. Mm-hmm. And it was just interesting watching all the interactions and the, um, especially yeah. the flip. When they flipped it, you were not expecting that. Yeah, no, that sounds like a and good. And all twist. of a sudden they hit you, and you're like, "Holy cow, she's a little." Oh wow! Yeah, you know. Wow. And the only guy that figured her out completely was the other guy that was just like her, mm-hmm. and he's thinking, "He's yeah. like, you can't do this to me, right? Because this is what I do." Yeah, yeah right. Huh. Interesting. So, uh, Pretty cool. Yeah, that's gonna watch good. that. That sounds really interesting. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> I feel like I feel like things are becoming, you know, with the the kind of halt of Hollywood. Hopefully, we're ramping back up soon. But with the kind of halt of Hollywood of of COVID, I feel like we're almost like the villains in Tenet. You know the guys in the future who are like, who have turned around in history and are looking backwards and are going to solve their problems. I feel like that's us. I feel like that's us right now. I feel like okay, there's nothing good that's new that's coming out. We're turning around, watching the old stuff that (laughs) we've never seen. Yeah, exactly. Scouring the treasure chest of of old movies. That has been AFI's top 100 segment. Um, Dove has just reviewed all about Eve. Next month, uh, it's my it's my turn. Actually, I got to watch something from AFI. All right, next, wrapping it up this week, we have Athena, and she is about to deliver the Bainey Files. Take it away, Athena. All right. I feel like maybe this is the start of movies coming back to the movie theater, maybe? Hey, good segue. Um, Just because, I don't know, I just feel like things that I'm seeing that are coming out are, like, they're not pushing them back anymore. It's too close for them to push them back, in my opinion, at this point. Um, so, upcoming movies. Um, first thing I have is April 2nd, Godzilla vs. Kong will be out, uh, which I feel like, I mean, I was, I don't remember being, I don't even know if I watched the last Godzilla movie. I liked him. Is, was that the one with Brian Cranston where he was there yeah, for he was 10 fr- seconds? That was the first one. Oh, okay. That was the very first, first one. one. The last one was not Brian Cranston. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, Brown, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I forgot and, that movie. Yeah. Vera, Vera Farmiga and the guy that plays the Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Yes. I forgot that oh, movie. Kyle that, you yeah. like yes. You liked that. I liked both the Godzilla movies. I was entertained yeah, the by first, The first Godzilla movie with Brian Cranston, the only quote I remember from him was Mushy Mushy. What? <laughs> I don't he even was there for like 10 minutes. He was there for like 10 minutes. He was there for 10 minutes. That was what ruined it for me because he was riding high off of his um, Breaking Bad yeah. uh, popularity yeah. and I was yeah. like real into him. And I was like, oh, this could be cool. Brian Cranston in a Godzilla movie. And then when he was only in it for like 15 minutes, I was yeah. like, I was so mad about that for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I could rude. barely enjoy the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, they had, uh, the second one was awesome too. Rodan did some really sweet, cool though. He did, the Ro- Rodan did some awesome flying stuff. Like yeah. I don't know, there was new things I never saw before. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that movie itself is like a movie that you don't want to watch at home. Yeah. Um, it's a movie that you want to watch in theaters, and maybe I, that that kind of made me think. Well, maybe there are more movies that are coming out think, that they're uh, they're trying to make us watch in theaters. But. I think Kong's gonna kick his butt. I think that's what they're gonna do. <laughs> You think Kong's gonna be Kick Godzilla? Totally. No, uh, nobody's gonna win because the new bad guy's gonna show up at the end. That's fine. 
Yeah. King Ghidorah. <laughs> and, yeah, and I feel like and I feel like every every like major up. Yeah, I feel like every major character, every major character movie we've gotten, no one ever really wins. Yeah, right, right. Like yeah, Freddy right. versus Jason, no one really wins. Yeah, right, uh, right. Batman versus <laughs> Superman, no one really wins. Yeah, you know, true. Superman should obviously win. Like Martha. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should do the Godzilla. Why'd you say that name? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Kong right. should do that right oh, at the end. Godzilla's about to kill him. Martha. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's wrong. Right, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, uh, I, also, I also should say that Superman, I always, I always said Superman should be Batman because at that point, Batman wouldn't have had a contingency plan in that movie, in that oh, specific okay. movie. Uh, right. So like, obviously Superman should have won. It should have right. never happened. It's different if Batman has time, has planning time. The cartoon was awesome. <laughs> <Goodness. movie. laughs> All right, the next one I have is um, called Those Who Wish Me Dead. Oh, I'm so excited. Joey's so excited because it, so it's excited. one of his favorite directors, Taylor oh. Sheridan. Um, so Taylor Sheridan is... Oh. Hell or High Water, uh, Wind yeah. River. Ooh. Sicario. 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 Yeah. He did all three of those movies, and he's it's been he's been like silent recently. Yep. And he wrote and directed this movie. Ooh. So I believe this is an HBO Max movie that also... It will yes, be in theaters is. and on HBO Max. Okay. Um, it is starring Angelina Jolie, which who we haven't seen her, in my no, opinion, for a while. while. Yeah, um, she's not that exciting. Uh, right. Nicholas Holt, John Bernthal. Okay. Um, that's who I have in there so far. It is John about Bernthal has been using him in almost every single yeah. one of his movies. Yeah, he's in Sicario and Wind uh, River. Is he in Hell or High Water? No, he's not. He's no, in Wind River. I don't think he's in. Yeah, he's no, in I, I said River. he's in Wind River and Sicario. I don't yeah. think he's in Hell or High Water. Um, anyway, it's about a teenage murder witness who finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness, which feels like it makes sense. Yeah, the wilderness right. in Montana. Yeah, right. That sounds um, good. With a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. Cool. Wow. Yeah, it sounds really good. Like, they're going to be playing against the and a a forest fire. Who's who's the hunter? I don't know who each part is yet. So it sounds like Nicholas Holt's going to be the main one, and then Angelina Jolie is probably going to be the wilderness Oh, you know what? John Berthold's probably... I, I mean, when they say a teenager, I don't know if they're going to use Nicholas Holt as their teenager. Yeah, Nicholas won't. Holt's like 30 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but he looks he young. Looks I think young, it's going to be Nicholas Holt. Know. I think it's going to be Nicholas Holt. I, I bet you it's Nicholas Holt, Angelina Jolie, oh. and then John Berthold. Will he be a it's war gonna be, boy? It's going to be Berthold and somebody else. Will he be? be Daniel Craig. He should just turn into a, the beast in the middle of the movie. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, See, I'm sorry, Joy. The reason I gave you that weird look is because <laughs> I was about to say, John Bernthal does not look like a John Bernthal at all. What does he look like, uh, Eric? I don't know what he looks like, <laughs> but when I found out his name was John Bernthal, I was like, that's his name? He looks like a Shane. He, yeah. He does look like a Shane. He does not yeah. look like a John Bernthal. He does look like a Shane. Yeah, he looks like... Well, that's because he played Shane. That was yeah, his iconic right. I know, but he that's who he looks like. I know? love John Bernthal. I mean, too. I, he's I, a great yeah, actor. I'm, I'm excited for That him. scene in Wind River was amazing. Yeah. Well, he's always intense. Well, he's great in that scene in Sicario, too, because that's the scene where he like he tries to play her and take advantage of her. Yeah. yeah, and he's nasty in that. So, yeah. and then I don't know if you guys have watched the Punisher series on Netflix. But I that did. Was, he's that was that. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Was so, yeah. Okay, so uh, the next movie I have is I don't really feel great about this one, but um, Cruella. Uh, They're making I saw a the Cruella. Movie. It's a great idea. It's a great idea, in my opinion. Great idea to make well, this movie. It's like a backstory. Of yeah, her. of course. You know how did how did she yeah. get up there? You know, it's yeah, a but great here's, idea. here's the problem. They're gonna make her a victim. She's not that evil. She's evil because I mean, someone made her that way. Here's the thing, though. I don't, I don't know if they can spin that enough because mm. she's a puppy murderer. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. something you can... 
I easily victim, spin. Yeah, you in can't my, victim your way out of that one. Yes, yeah. exactly. It needs to be a nightcrawler type feel. That's I never saw that. Nightcrawler. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my. He was, Isn't it scary? Yeah, he was really creepy. It's not that scary. It's just no? he's, it's he's creepy. Certified creep. Grade yeah. A. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Just. Creepy. We'll call it creepy though. Yeah. Well, it's Emma Stone. Yeah, right? Emma Stone is, is Cruella, is the young yeah. Cruella. And I love Emma Stone. I just don't know if I, I don't know if she was the right pick. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But yeah. that's uh, May 28th when that comes out. And I believe Emma Thompson. And I can't remember who else. But um, let's see. Uh, and then A Quiet Place 2, it's been a while, it has uh, been a while. is also May 28th. So um, that's like over uh, a full year. Edward Norton, right? No. There was a who's Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Oh yes, that they're uh, adding yeah, that's to the cast cool. there. Wait, yep. what? I'm what about Killian Murphy? He's gonna be in a quiet place too. Hey, that's cool. That's yep. exciting. That's a really that's awesome. exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a. I'll take that. I'll take that trade. Is it directed by Krasinski? Yes. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I think written right. by too. I think written right. by. Can you imagine being in that movie with John Krasinski standing behind the camera directing it, right? Yeah. And maybe right. Killian Murphy's love interest. And just being like, you know, every now and then glancing at, you know, because, you know, John Krasinski's <laughs> ripped now. Yeah, right. right. And just being like, okay, this is the scene where I kiss you. And, and John Krasinski's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> like, looking back. <laughs> you sure? I would be, I'd be looking like, at Like, passive aggressive. Yeah, I'd be like, like, kiss her. Dude, if I was, <laughs> you know. If he was directing me, I'd be constantly like, okay, Jim. There's, there's a yeah. scene in, yeah. uh, in Thor. I don't know which Thor. It's not the first one. But where Chris Hemsworth has to kiss Natalie Portman, but Natalie Portman wasn't able to be there that day, oh. and he, they asked like who he would like, like what small time sort of person he would like to like fill in for her, and he picked his wife, so they put a, a brown wig on her, and you don't Fuck see her out. face. <laughs> yeah, wow, <laughs> in one of the Thor scenes. Which would have been uh, what, what's his wife's name? Um, Elsa. Elsa Pataki. Yep. Uh, yep. Cool. Wow. That's cool. Wow. Yep. That's a fun oh, girl. Did you know? Hey, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, there, there you go. There you go. A little early, but okay. Um, all right, so my actor spotlight, I decided, I usually do this. I, like, go through my upcoming movies, and then I pick an actor from there. So I picked John Bernthal. Okay, oh, cool. nice, nice. Yep. So the first movie, I'm really interested in this one. Um, it doesn't have a title yet. I believe it's coming out 2021, but it uh, stars Sandra Bullock, Vincent D'Onofrio. I will watch anything Vincent D'Onofrio is in. Yeah, he's, yeah. John Bernthal and Viola Davis. Um, oh, and it's yeah, about a, a woman who Cash. is... She goes to prison to serve a sentence for a violent crime, and then she's released back into society. So that's pretty much all that they told us. But It's supposed to come out this year. That sounds too general I, to be this year. I agree, but it said 2021. I don't okay. know. Right. So um, the next one is The Many Saints of, New- of Newark. Oh, yeah. A look at the early life of Tony Soprano. Yeah, this is yeah, it's a it's a Warner Bros. movie about Tony Soprano. Wow. Yeah, but it's like interesting. It's, I never it's, watched it's, a Soprano um, either. I never got it's into what, it. It's yeah, I, I haven't either. I feel like I yeah. should, but um, it's the I'm forgetting the actor's name, the main actor who plays Tony, but it's his son. Mm-hmm. Like that's who's playing young Tony Soprano. Oh, it's his cool. son. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. So that's yeah. So that could be interesting. And yeah, John John's in it. I was trying to find his name, uh, Michael Gandolfini. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yes. That's who's playing yeah. Tony. Um, which uh, a couple other people: John Bernthal, Corey Stoll, and Ray Liotta. Oh, because oh, yeah. I mean, Stoll, man, where did he? Get Dude, Ray, I know, Ray I liked him. Too, I really yeah, I liked did. him too. Yeah, he, he was in a bunch of stuff in the early two, in the early 2010. Actually, think he certified like disappeared for like a long time, yeah. and people didn't know where he was. Well, people, yeah. tell the audience who he is. Corey Stoll, go ahead. He's yeah. an actor. He looks like Luke. <laughs> well, he's uh, if you're if you're wondering he's if the, you're trying to think of the, if you're trying to think of like his oh, face. Oh no, no, I'm not thinking of Corey Stoll. I'm thinking of Nick Stoll. 
I don't know who that is. Well, Corey Stoll is he's the villain from the first Ant Man movie. Um, he's also he had he played he's always bald. He played yeah he played a major role in the first season of House of Cards. I think first season or two of House of Cards. Yeah, that's where he had like his rise. But I mean, Luke's right. I don't think he disappeared. But I haven't seen him in anything in a couple years. You're right. I don't know who Nick Stoll is. Nick Stoll is he was in Sin City. He was in Terminator Three. Yeah, I've um, never seen it. Never seen it. So, so I'm looking at his filmography, <laughs> and he there's a there's a gap from 2014 to 2019. Wow, because he's like disappeared, and nobody yeah. knew, knew where he ran. We had that is Nick Stall, not Corey Stall. Okay, Sorry, go ahead. I okay. like Corey Stall though as an actor. Yeah, I do too. I just felt like we haven't seen him in a lot. I remember watching him in House of Cards. I yeah. remember watching him in. He was that. great in House. Of yeah, Cards. he was great in House oh, of Cards. Yeah, yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah. That movie about Ted Kennedy. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was in that movie too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we went and saw that. Good one, Brad. That's yeah. a tough one to remember. Yeah. I was like, Quarter from the back of Brad. from the back of Brad's brain. <laughs> so here, <laughs> Chapa quitting. Chapa quack. I feel like Obscure we should, film names for 400 I, I feel like I'm so always so impressed by Brad's ability to recall stuff I feel like I'm just gonna start calling you total recall I'm just like <laughs> nice <laughs> the first one total recall the first one Brodo recall <laughs> the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> not Colin Farrell and the third movie with John Bernthal that I picked up is called King Richard and it is about Venus and Serena Williams how they like became who they are but it's really about their dad because I guess he trained them, and I don't, I don't really know anything about him. But apparently, big enough to have Will Smith play him. Um, oh and oh. yeah, I know. Oh, boy's right. Um, <laughs> Will Smith, John Bernthal, and Tony Goldwyn um, are the cast at this point. Interesting. And then probably l- younger people who we don't know playing Venus and Serena. But um, anyway, just. Before they were feminists, I'll watch it before they before Serena turned total SJW feminist. <laughs> okay. So anyway, anyway uh, so that's the third <laughs> one I have for John Bernthal. Um, and I think it's it's supposed to be how they like I think when they're growing up because all of the actors that play them seem to be very young, like mm-hmm. kids and teenagers. Right, right. So I think it's about how they were trained and coached by their dad. Um, all right, so that's it for Actor Spotlight. So then I have movie news. Um, I didn't really know if we wanted to talk about this at all because we probably don't care um, that it's award season, that the Golden Globes happens, that, you know. I, I mean, I've felt like the movies that they've nominated, I just don't care about, really. Mm-hmm. Most of them. There's a couple. Um, like, I'll watch, I think we're going to watch Minari, which is with... Oh, right. I was going to watch Minari. I don't know what that is. Minari's the one with... Um, the Asian family living in America. The guy from The Walking Dead. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. I just... Oh, yes. Yeah. Steven okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like I'll probably watch maybe? that. But, yeah. Uh, Nomadland with Francis McDormand. I, I can't... It looks so boring. It looks weird, but... Yeah, it, will, it looks it weird. It might be, but... It, but could, be, so it could be good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you never know, I guess. Um... You never I can't know remember what else is on that list because I never just don't care about it. Off um, Mank is on there. I mean, yeah, Joey I cares about Mank. I don't care about Mank. I do I do about Mank. Mank yeah. You're <laughs> old man, bro. Come on. And, and David Fincher, come on. I'll yeah. watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I didn't mean um, to get to that one. I think uh, I think the Rosamund Pike one is on there, too. Oh, yeah. the I Care A Lot yeah, one. We, lot. We're going to watch that, I think. But yeah, so there's some stuff on there. But yeah, it feels like every year it's more and more disassociated from what's good. And actually, I actually heard, I actually saw somebody 
was like just I mean like Tenet did, wasn't even nominated like and people were like people were like are you kidding me yeah, they were like right, of, right. of like all the fe- like all the crap that's come out this year you don't even nominate Tenet for like a best movie award well, yeah, it's because of certain list you know like you know conditions like you gotta have this many minorities right. yeah, you gotta it's, have it's this really yeah and that's a real thing it's yeah. not even just like a societal re- thing right, anymore right, it's right. a yeah. it's a really woke yeah conditions yeah. woke conditions yeah. big time yeah, yeah. Which is why everybody is tuned it out, yeah. which they should. It's pathetic. Yeah. Yep. Um, I also wrote down Suicide Squad, which is coming out in August. Oh, yeah. Hey, maybe they, maybe they'll redeem themselves. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, I was gonna say the first one was bad, but this is uh, director from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like this, like yeah. like could be uh, like really James good. Idris Elba. That's yeah. why Joey wants to watch it. James yeah. Gunn. Yeah, you know, James I don't Gunn. care about Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. It goes against it. It goes against it. Guys, Guardians of the Galaxy sound like is definitely going to be terrible. Guardians of the Galaxy uh, is top tier Marvel no. movie. You guys are so no. wrong about this Get one. Get thee behind the first one, The first one was good. The second one was just... I like them both, but I definitely think. But the first one is so good. Even Ugh. with Kurt Russell in it, who's one of my favorite actors, I was still like, "Come on, guys!" Uh, the, the, interestingly enough, inter- guys, guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> interestingly enough, this uh, Suicide Squad, this Suicide Squad has a hard R rating. So, which Ooh. is the first time a Warner Bros. movie has had that. Great! I can't wait. <laughs> I just can't wait to see this. All right. Well, I put this on here because Joey told me to, but oh, okay. clearly oh, you guys I, don't care I, I, well, about okay, it. Okay, but I mean, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> guys, I feel like a DC movie is big no, news. No, I'll give them. Sorry. I will give them benefit of the doubt. They may fix what's wrong. They may not. I don't know. hundred percent. It's going to be bad. There it is. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's going to be better than the original Suicide Okay. Well, yeah. Well, so it might, yeah I, I might give you that. Two thousand percent. It's still going to be, be bad. Mm-hmm. Because James Gunn. I. Right. No. Oh. Because why, why did you just say right? I just because he just helped. Oh wait, oh wait, no, no. Okay, no you're saying, you're saying, oh, you're saying why is it going to be good? It's I thought you were saying it's going to be bad because no, no, James Gunn. Well, like, could, uh, that, could be too. that could be. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Athena? Um, I I don't really know if we've talked about this at all about Black Adam at all. Um, do you, oh no, yeah, that's uh, I, yeah. The Rock, right? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just I've been seeing more about it lately. I don't know when it's coming out, but I think it's actually like they're actually working on it or they're going to start working on it in like a week or two, which it's been delayed for a while. Yeah. Um, But it's it's The Rock. And I don't know. I don't I don't like The Rock when he's not funny, to be honest. Well, yeah, but I like him. But Shazam was funny. Yeah. So I think it's going to have that same tone. Probably. I know, but I liked that in Shazam. And I, I, I don't know. I It feels like... You don't think The Rock will pull it off no. in, in Black Adam? Oh, okay. I don't. Hmm. It's also They also cast Pierce Brosnan. Yes, they enough. did. That yeah, was and something else. Some, some, mm. uh, I think The Rock uh, uh, often falls into the same category as Will Smith. Like, you know, just taking the same role. Yeah, it's where same it's stick. all about me. Yeah, same and, stick. You know, and it's just... It gets old, really yes. old after a while. So um, maybe that's mm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. That it's mm. just... It feels like it's probably... He's either going to do the same thing he yeah. always does, right, which is yeah. repetitive, funny in a movie that I feel like yeah. should be less than. And we like, already got Shazam, which yeah. was the funny one. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I want another yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes Shazam and Black Adam are connected, so that might be why. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Maybe I we'll see. Um, that one's like far down the pipe. So. Um, I I talked. I mean, I I was thinking a little bit about Joss Whedon and how he's sort of being maybe kicked out right now or blacklisted um, because there have been a bunch of allegations of abuse from him um, as a director. Yeah, this is all tied to his work on Justice League. Justice League, um, because Ray Fisher talked about it a lot. um, And then some people from Buffy. Not his work on Avengers, specifically his work on Justice League. 
Well, yeah, that's what came out about it because the 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 um the Zack Snyder cut Justice League yeah. got greenlit, right? Yeah, and now yeah, it's out. Yeah. Uh, we we I mean that's definitely something to watch. Um, because that just uh, came it out. looks just as terrible um, as the first one. It did. So okay, so the, I agree with you. Right, I, every right. time I've seen a trailer for it, I've been like, this looks like garbage. It looks like it's going to be the exact same thing, <laughs> right. except for it's not even going to have like a funny tone. Like it just looks right, like it's going right. to be serious and take it to itself too seriously. But everyone is raving about it. Okay. There are like okay. so many people out there going like, this is so much better. Okay. Um, they're I, like they're like I don't know if this is the Justice League that we that we wanted but it's close it's way closer than the i saw a clip from it um where they did like a a spot with the flash that looked really cool like just the way that the way that they did it when like someone gets in a um, this isn't real real spoiler but someone gets in an accident and you see him in a building and he runs out to the accident and just like it feels like we watched the flash on the cw or yeah Yeah, we watched flash on cw And and it was fun, but yeah. I mean, this just felt like like he goes up to the glass and he touches it. Oh, what actually happened in the trailer? Yeah. So we're gonna see what happened in the trailer. Yeah, actually? right, right, right. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, no, that was but in anyway. The it looked trailer. really cool. Oh, that there part. Were all, oh no, there were all kinds of scenes oh. in that original trailer for the Justice League movie that never happened. Interesting. Multiple. One of them was that glass. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. The glass. It Good memory, Dove. That's yeah. awesome. That was wow. pretty cool. Yeah. Whole um, same family, total recall. That's mm. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that because I still lost a stupid Gary Oldman thing at the beginning. Of the <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, yeah. So I don't know. It's definitely worth watching. But anyway, ever since they greenlit that, um, there's been all these accusations against Joss Whedon because it was basically like a pile on the original Justice League. People are like, this better be better because the original Justice League was garbage. And then the cast came out and was like, well, the original Justice League was garbage because Joss Whedon is garbage. And oh, then wow. it went and then it went and wow. it went like that. So. Um, whether those accusations are totally true or not is it's kind of it's really hard to tell with Hollywood. Yep. Um, there's just so there's so there's many so liars. much well, so many liars and there's also just so much nuance about what people think is garbage and what isn't. So I don't know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see if he gets work in the future or not. So he might he's probably done working on big uh, big superhero movies though for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all I have. I feel like I feel like the biggest part of this that I'm thinking about is just that I I really do think that the delaying of movies is is almost over i yeah, think it's I gonna think, stop i think disney officially promised that the release date they set for black widow is the release yeah. date like yeah, they're like yeah, they can yeah. get the evergreen out of the suez canal the what out of the what, what? <laughs> you guys know Every, about that everyone i know about that yeah that's everyone that's hillary that. clinton's uh code name with the cia did you know that evergreen yeah i didn't know that now. so I don't think it's a code name anymore. You guys seen the memes it. of the of the boat blocking the canal? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it I, I, I just yeah. heard it's about costing this a like bit. billions of dollars every day. Yeah, because of shipping, right? Because <laughs> yeah. of yeah. international yeah. shipping. Yeah. yeah, and 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 if it stays there for much longer, it's going to collapse a lot of Western society essentially. And is it for Black Widow? Was that no, what? no, no? I'm, I'm no. so confused as no, the, the he's tie a shipping, here. There's yep. a shipping container. Yeah, like, well, they halted for. They halted <laughs> yeah, the dude, the key grip won't get his equipment. It's on one of those ships in there. Yeah, no, it's, it's a shipping container blocking the canal uh-huh. in yeah. like northern Egypt, I think. Or uh, Luke's saying that if they can get the boat out of the Suez Canal, it's he's saying that they can trade. that they can start releasing movies. Yeah, but right now, oh, if if okay. it stays there for much longer, uh-huh. many companies are going to go under. Because they can't get their stuff on time. Interesting. And so um, people are really afraid. Like, and some people think it was done on purpose. Mm. Um, I feel like mm. something like that has to have been done on purpose. Yeah, right. it's, it's like catacorns. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's right in. It's perpendicular to the canal. Like how in the world, you know? <laughs> so they have to get it out. But 
there will it will affect like every aspect of business if they don't get the thing out there soon. Yeah. So. Wow, I did not even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Okay. I just yeah, started, I th- I just started is reading safe. about it today. I had no idea it was that I think important. It, I think it is safe to go. Yeah, Disney's saying this is a release date. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Right, right. I think we should still yeah. be like me. Well, yeah. well, basi- well, basically, from what they've said is, I, a lot of people think that they're that they're going to be true to their word because since they've started releasing the uh, Marvel TV yeah. shows, now the time like they can't afford yeah, for the timeline yeah. to get extended any yeah, longer. Yeah. Like That's they're true. just gonna they're just gonna be losing way too much money, and yeah, they've got yeah. way too much lined up. Yeah, I, I so, think they will. because all these TV but. shows are setting stuff up for mm-hmm. the Marvel movies, yeah. and if they can't follow up on that, then it's like yeah, they're gonna be yeah. like, what the heck. Folks, that's the Baney Files. Thanks everybody for listening. That concludes this week's podcast. Stay tuned next week for the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we will see you then.